1: Has a meeting at the Wiz Palace. Oh, which should end momentarily. I
3: thought he was in corporate meetings.
1: <laughs> we usually say that with Iggy. We're very honest when Tim is out. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well.
1: And James is obviously. Well, out. good morning.
4: Well, James Carlton is
1: here. That's from right. James.
4: Well, Tom, good to see you, James. Good to see you guys. What's happening with you? Well, you know, I uh, I'm I'm in the season ticket group for the Blues. And oh, yeah. we, we meet in September, and we split up the games, and we go in a draft order. And my first pick in that season ticket draft was yesterday's game. It was a day game. I could bring my family to it and to my yeah. wife's birthday. Oh, and such a great game. game. But I didn't know it was going to be on Championship Sunday at the time I picked it. So I was kind of, you know, <laughs> my, my, I was distracted during the Blues game because I wanted to see what was going on with the Ravens and Chiefs. I just love football so much, and and since it was my wife's birthday, after the game we went out to dinner. So I didn't get to watch a lot of Championship Sunday. Yeah. But obviously, uh, I was really disappointed to see what happened to the Lions. I think everybody outside of San Francisco was rooting for the Lions. My goodness, I mean they haven't won anything in my lifetime. I would imagine most of the bats were on the Lions. You yesterday. think so? I would think. Where do you think with that two and a half spread, the Chiefs being underdogs early on? I mean, that... oh, I see one. You see two and a half? Yeah, two and no. a half is what I saw this morning. Okay. I think that's going to be hammered on the Chiefs, don't you? I mean, the Chiefs seem unbeatable right now with the way their defense is playing, and Mahomes and Kelsey have found that magic again. Uh, the
0: Niners are pretty good.
4: They are, obviously, good. yeah.
0: I would tend to agree that there would be more action on the Chiefs, but I don't know.
4: Oh, while you're looking that up, i got to issue a statement. A couple weeks ago, I was oh. in here, and we were talking about the uh, the freezing cold game. I said, I said that my sister went to that game in sub-zero temps in Kansas City, Mm-hmm. Just to be uh, around Taylor Swift, really, and she put a finger in my chest and made it clear that she's a huge Chiefs fan. That's not—that was not her motive for going oh. there. So I apologized to my sister, and I she was upset wanted by to it. get on the record. Yeah, she's a big Chiefs fan. She like,
3: didn't want to be considered a lightweight th- Swiftie th- follower. That's right,
4: and and evidently, if you go to the grocery store around town, I guess this is St. Louis's team. Oh.
3: I, I think
0: can't, it is. James, it's unbelievable. I can't do it's that. unbelievable. Jackson's doing great work
4: on the St. Louis Star Packs account mm-hmm. with that. It is unbelievable. I mean, you see more Chiefs stuff than you do Blue stuff. I had, we, we had our uh,
0: son's second birthday party yesterday. Well, happy birthday. Oh, th- yeah, th- thanks. Yeah, thanks. So I'll, I'll, right. I'll pass it along. <laughs> um, and uh, and my mom's like, oh, I hope the Chiefs win. I go, I, you know, like okay, you know, I, that on the show, like it's fine. What do people, you know, Doug? We don't kink shame and we don't fan shame. I, I kink shame. I don't fan shame, but I'm disappointed <laughs> in my mom for not following the uh, the situation that took place eight years ago um, with Clark Hunt and and the strategy. But hey, if she wants to pull for the team, God bless everybody, To each their own. To each their own. But I just, for me, I can't get past that. But whatever. I think people
3: just love the NFL so much they want to have a rooting interest.
0: Well, her reason is, and I think this is the reason of a lot of people in the St. Louis area is, well, they're from Missouri. That's that's the reason, even though, depending on where you live in the metropolitan area, you know, you could say Chicago's closer, Indianapolis is closer, depending, again, where you live in the metropolitan area. Um, but whatever, doesn't matter. I don't care. I've, the, the, the Kansas City has passed St. Louis. Stan Kroenke won. The fight is over. People will be excited about a UFL team in two months. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a monster truck where rally where the Rams used to play.
3: Right.
4: You know, the other game's other over. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it's the St. Louis Chiefs. Like, there's a local restaurant in my, in my, where I live that said, hey, the St. Louis Chiefs will be on. And we'll have it on all our TVs and they were marketing that. And that that just felt a little iffy. Yeah. Because bad. if you really break it down, and I know most people don't, that that knows, you know, all the work that Tim did and all those re, you know interviews he's done with these civic leaders and so forth, and know how it transpired, it would be like if the Royals, amongst a few other teams, had some wandering eyes and there was a committee to form uh you know which teams were going okay. where. You imagine Bill DeWitt that was happened? on that committee. Bill mm-hmm. DeWitt was the only one that voted in favor of, 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 of the Royals, of the Royals <laughs> leaving. <laughs> and then, and that then that city all the Royals that fans came. Cardinals fans now, <laughs> yeah. I and mean, that's the that dynamic, right? right? And I understand, you know, you see Mahomes and Kelsey, and then the Taylor but, but, Swift. Dynamic. But again, how many people are actually aware no, of that? Uh, of like ninety-five percent,
0: or not? And so I understand. In you know, the whole scheme of things, I don't really. Care. But that's it just why I, I. But I, like I, I said, the game. Like when I see a Rams game now, I don't go. Uh, I'm just like they already won the Super Bowl. Yeah, Krocky's going. It's over. <laughs> they like he can. They can lose <laughs> to the Lions two weeks ago and say, "A you, Krocky." It's like he won, man. He right. didn't even Thinking about this. Right. He wrote a check that was like a rounding error for him (laughs) to be able to triple his franchise's value and be a god in Los Angeles. It's over. And I'm just – I'm amazed as somebody who used to watch Kansas City area people have this thing with St. Louis, which I wasn't even aware of until I went to Missouri, and how now it's come full circle in that St. Louis people now either really cheer for the Chiefs but really more so now hate on the Chiefs and hate on Kansas City – or hate on Chiefs fans, which was what I used to see when I was in Columbia with Chiefs fans or Royals fans hating on the Cardinals. Right. Like it was – yeah. now the inferiority complex is like I'm watching the, the teeter-totter move the other direction.
4: Yeah, you referenced watching that. that Braves uh, series in 96 in yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. When
0: the Cardinals had a 3-1 lead on the Braves, did you cover that? Did you go to Fulton I County did. for yeah. that? Mm-hmm. What a debacle. That was Donovan Osborne had a great start, but uh, –
3: well, I remember going into the locker room. I was the first one to talk to Tony La Russa after they'd lost, I think, game 7, 15 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, was, it was tough to come up with a yeah, good what was first your question? question. You asked the question? Uh, I think was it was Calvin? something like, oh, uh, what did you say, a, 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 a rough <laughs> night for your ball club, Tony? I said something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but the uh, Chiefs you know, were playing a Monday night game, yes. I guess. Oh, yeah. and
0: we went to Willie's, yeah. which is, of course, still there. And just kind of thought it was go without saying that the Cardinals game would be the game. And it was like the Bloods and Crips. And it's like, (laughs) and we just go, let's just get out of here because these people are so, you know, like they couldn't believe the idea of a game seven of the NLCS would supersede their October Chiefs Monday night game. And so whatever. you just, And then they're all, of course, cheering for the Braves. So you just go, okay, whatever. (laughs) And now I see this and I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know, you reach a point in life and just go, okay, I'm not going to. I don't, I I just, if anything, it kind of makes me sad to see what is now called popular and or in vogue in St. Louis while the city that used to have an inferiority complex with us continues to go to Super Bowls and, you know, and the owner of said team was the one member of that six-person committee who, with a brilliant marketing plan, hey, if you're going to hate on Kroenke for making money, then hate on Clark Hunt. He did the same thing uh, to then take St. Louis and add it to the Chiefs
4: market and, and it was all a sham anyway but still yeah. that's on the record five to one vote right I mm-hmm. mean that is on the record they were
3: going to move anyway
1: yeah, no matter what yeah. The vote was, I mean the great work of Stillman and Armstrong and you can't get enough say enough ninth thing but that partnership they created with the Chiefs is the most annoying thing ever as if Patrick Mahomes on a Thursday night turns on a blues game when he's off like they don't care about hockey they don't care about the blues but they get paid to go there and rah-rah-rah and that just advanced well,
0: hockey was a business move clark hunt was a business move and stillman was a business move
4: you know i don't yeah. think the blues have capitalized on a market in kansas city None. That's but what it, I'm but saying, but but wins? it was and i don't i think i don't think that like st. louis area fans became chiefs fans because
0: Kelsey and mahomes showed up in 2019 or the blues skater or right. the chiefs yeah. one day that was just, we need an NFL team. They're in Missouri. I really think that's more people like my mom are just like, oh, they're in Missouri. Right. And, you know? Yeah. So that's uh, uh, St. Louis has zero pride. I'm convinced that the arch is actually a monument of us just grabbing our ankles. Oh, <laughs> that's from Milagro <laughs> Tequila Texture oh, of the could Year. Be.
3: You just can't Arbor see the day. head. Is that
0: right? Oh. That's what it is? I'd never thought of that.
3: It's like a rear view. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm to the point now where I just, I'm kind of day to day. Both staying alive and with my with my sports viewing, and if I find something entertaining, that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't
4: I don't overthink it. Your tee to t- green's pretty good though.
3: It, it's been better. Strokes yeah. gained.
4: Yeah, I think yeah. you and I would be a great matchup. I have the same issue. Tee to green, I'm fine. I am a mess around the green. Yeah, I am. Too. I'm just a yeah. mess. It's mm. embarrassing.
0: That's kind of fixable, though. So, if okay, there, if so there's, there's a yeah, trait I was going to have, was gonna ask that would you, be, so
4: Family Golf. Where do you go for the short game? Oh, I, I it's always just gold. go. Gold. So where? you don't know where it is, then? No.
0: So if you're facing the pro shop at Family Golf, uh-huh. whereas the range is right behind you and the pro shop is in front Got of you, it. it's on the left. Just around the corner, there. It's mm-hmm. not even around the corner. You can just see it straight down, and it is—it's—it's—it's it's a, it's a hundred-yard green. Doug, we'll see it's each other out there. It's literally. like it's something. Wonderful.
3: Their short game area is like something you'd see at a fancy resort in Florida. Is, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's That's, cool. I, I need to live there. It's up there with, <laughs>
0: including too. private clubs in the area. Yeah. It's up there with a the short game. Okay. Area. For real, I'm talking yeah. about top-tier private areas, private clubs. How good that thing is, and you know, for every one person who's hitting. You're working on their short game in the family golf short game area. I would say, hey, good for family golf. They're going to make more money on it. There's probably 50 who are then hitting balls. Okay. You know, but how many times are you chipping or putting? Over the course of a round, versus how many times you're hitting a driver. Shot, yeah, mm-hmm. but whatever. That's it's you know that's yeah. Come in here and I so learn stated. stuff. Yeah, that's what right right we are, are. That's on this right uh, on this that's program. Our purpose here. Is to teach. <laughs> uh, I'd like to offer a putting lesson to Doug. Here's the process. We go to a remote putting green. Doug takes his normal putting stance. I position behind him and take a firm grasp on his hands. From there, Doug will forget all about his putting woes. Well, that's from the Pope.
3: Okay, that's enough Pope.
0: Uh, the Pope is the one who asterisk, beat me in the yeah. Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, and it was because of his ability to roll the rock. That guy can roll the rock. I, I don't know what one. his secret is.
3: I even got one of these 14-foot-long putting greens for my basement. for mm-hmm. did
0: Yeah,
3: and I putt down there all the time. It hasn't helped yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is your issue lag putting or short putting or both of them? Everything. Everything. Everything, yeah. I'll tell you one drill that really helped. Now we're going to get into golf talk, then I'll put an end to it. But uh, I remember my instructor said just sit down and then club length, which is three feet, depending on the size of your putter, but three feet, and then hit 30 putts in a row, and it gets your timing, your pace, and then it becomes mechanical. It's like a free throw, so you don't let your mind start, you know. And if you get to 29 and you miss, start back over. You just go and make 30 straight, and then it just becomes mechanical. And it doesn't mean you'll make them every single time, but it also works for your timing uh, for other putts. And then you get comfortable with that, and gives you confidence, and so much of it's psychological. So that was something that I did. Not to say that I'm Brad Faxon, but you know, that's you know, where you can shave some strokes. You know, oh, what we need
1: or... to find on this Chiefs thing about the St. Louis. We need to have the Chiefs suck, and see like where the real fans are. Because oh. <laughs> St. Louis, and basically these St. Louis fans who turned to the Chiefs have just now have a Hall of Fame quarterback one of the best of all time one of the best tight ends of all time this run is getting up there with the patriots yeah i'd love to see some down years and to see these fans saying "wee wee wee" all the time and looking at their top five
3: drafts (laughs) 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 that's all they pay well they would it would certainly drop off just like the cardinal fans drop off when they have a bad year they don't draw the same fans in a bad year as they do in a good year
1: i just can't judge fake fandom cheering on a team that went 12 or 13 games every year Go through the struggles and then we'll talk.
3: Oh, so you're it's insane.
1: worked better than I bet you even Clark Hunt could have ever Probably. seen coming. And how quickly the turnaround is for a St. Louis fan to forgetting or not caring or mm-hmm. not even knowing about what the Chiefs did and just immediately blindly walking to the, you know hell's gates and right. say, hey i love the chiefs now it's oh, unbelievable
4: the blues were during the the game yesterday were putting fans on with their chiefs hats at the game really you know, putting them on the tv and there's some mixed reactions from the crowd but
3: so, I, so much of a team's success is all about the quarterback
4: i that's I, I just i i look back at the rams and the fact they only went to two and only won one one that is with that core was such a mess. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I mean it's it, if brutal. there the two two things that stand out to me from that Super Bowl trip, Doug and I, I think we sat next to each other in New Orleans for Super Bowl thirty six. Number one, walking into the building. Yeah. And the, and, oh,
4: you were, you were at the No, game? I remember your story no, about the, the snipers the, the, up bar, there. Now was a snipers
0: with barbed wire, oh, and rocket okay. launchers because it was four months after September eleventh. But then talking with Chris Mortensen, um, who at the time was Adam Schefter, you know, yeah. for ESPN. And it was just kind of – I don't know what your experience was covering that game, but there really wasn't a lot of buzz about the game because it was just like the Rams are two touchdown favorites. The Patriots lost or beat the Steelers on the road. That wasn't supposed to happen. The Steelers were supposed to be there. I think most St. Louis – I know I wanted to see the Rams play the Steelers. It's a more heritage organization. The Patriots are like, what are they doing here? We've already seen them play the Steelers – Patriots this year. I was up there in Foxborough when they played them. And Chris Mortensen said, "Well, I think the only story tomorrow is that we're about to see the the crowning of a dynasty." And as I always say, we were. It just was the team that we never thought it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was the beginning yeah. of a dynasty for the Patriots instead of the one in Saint Louis. And then, and then, and then, speaking to what I was talking about, Dan Campbell, who to his credit says we may never be back here again. And then what Peter King wrote, making it sound like this will, you know, they'll be back and they have a young team. The Rams following missing out on that that Super Bowl spiraled the following year, and they were 0-6 to start the season. And a lot of it really wasn't injury-related. You saw the Eagles. They started really strong this year, but then faltered in a big way down the stretch. Uh, It's tough for a team that comes up in a heartbreaking fashion to return and pick themselves up. And I think there's something psychological about that. So as much as I loved the Lions and was actually really surprisingly upset about that last night when they lost um, I, I, I'm intrigued to see how that team responds in addition because you know some guys coaches and players will be picked away from it after losing a game that they really probably should have win no team has ever had a 17 point lead in a conference championship game and lost oh gosh and uh, and that team hasn't won a road playoff game since 1957 so i can't imagine what it's like in detroit Detroit. was that when milt Plum was quarterback i think it might have been milt Plum. Mm -hmm. and he will join us on balloon party gosh i hope he's still around well that's (laughs) what's going to make it so much fun okay it's the suspense
3: well and you talk about trying to get back almost every team is one key injury away from being not the same team they are you no, know, you lose your quarterback late in the season or something, and you don't forget it
4: for sure. And the, the durability of Mahomes—I mean, has he missed a game in his career? I don't know if he nothing has. That I know of. Yeah, I mean, he—he's he, yeah. unbelievable. He's an easy guy to like and root for. I want to be clear. Yeah, the he, yeah, yeah. He says nothing against players. Yeah, I love positive energy. That you have a team
0: that's kind of getting into the Patriots area for sure. I yeah. mean, six straight AFC championships, four out of six Nuts. Super Bowls. I love when there is a. You know, like the Yankees, for example, when they were in in the midst of their run, the Patriots in the midst of their run, the Bulls in the midst of their run, and then you have a face of that. I mean, don't get me wrong, you have Kelsey as well, but you have Mahomes and you're in the process of watching it, and he's only 28. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't like, oh, maybe he's got another year or two left. It, it makes it... Entertaining. Um, they
3: probably would have won two or three more games this year if they had a wide receiver.
0: Yeah. And,
4: God, I know. You know, Brady didn't have a ton of studs outside of the few years mm-hmm. of Randy Moss. And look at Mahomes this year. I mean, these these guys aren't doing it with world-class wide receivers. Now, Kelsey's a first ballot Hall of Fame tight end, but it's amazing. He he is I, – I I thought for sure Baltimore was going to take care of him. But mm-hmm. I've never seen a team deserve to lose more than Baltimore yesterday. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm glad agree, they I lost. I couldn't agree more yeah. with you on that.
0: I just – there's something to be said, I just can't, I, and it's, it, it, there are no stats that can quantify it unless you just look at one loss, but sometimes that's not fair in football, but guys who excel in those situations, and it isn't limited to football, where it was like Mahomes, and the Chiefs as a whole, by the way, this isn't one guy when there are 11 out there, especially that offensive line, and what the defense has done, Yeah. but that are, that are calm and confident, David Fries would be an example in St. Louis, and it goes beyond just the famous hit bat against Naftali Feliz in Game 6. It was also the following year against the Nationals where he fought off pitches and then the Cardinals had that comeback. Uh, you know, I mean, Jackson and I, when we go nba Robert Horry was a guy that you <laughs> wanted. And it's like he's not a star, but late in games, he's clutch. Yep. There's something to that. And on the other side of it, in the NFL right now, you have two quarterbacks, who are outstanding in the regular season, but who are now becoming famous for failure in the postseason And Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. And there's something to that. doesn't mean that they can't handle it, but it, it becomes something where it can build on it. And on top of it, if you have success, you can build on that and that you can go, okay, we're going to come back. And so now if the 49ers are down, they know that they've done it before, just like Tom Brady and the Patriots against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. So there's there are traits to that. I don't know if Brady and the Patriots do that, if they didn't have that benchmark of success years going forward uh, or behind going into that game against the Falcons. You have confidence that you can come back. And then if you've sh- been shaky before, you start to go, God. I mean, right when – I don't know which one you would pick, whether it be Campbell choosing to go for it and Reynolds dropping the ball on that fourth down or the, the you know ricochet ball that Ayuk caught – you kind of had a sense that, oh, crap, here we go. At least I I did Mm -hmm. in in the moment, and I would imagine a lot of people, certainly in Detroit, did go, oh, God, that was the weird play that is going to now lead to the inevitable, you know, kind of like Missouri fans feel like no matter what, something awful is going to happen until there is a sustainability of... Chiefs fans felt it was weird just to say that. I remember, going, like I said, going to school in the 90s there. They had some great teams with Montana and Marcus Allen, But they had Marty Schottenheimer. He became known as a guy in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. both with the Chiefs and the Chargers. And I guess it goes back to he was the coach of the Browns when L.A. had the drive, wasn't he? I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. So you get those things attached. Or was it
4: the Falcons coach? Um, Dan, what was his name? Campbell? Dan Quinn was the coach. Yeah, Yeah, was he the coach of the Browns in that drive? Uh, No, Dan Quinn. Not Dan 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 Reeves? Dan Reeves was the coach of the Broncos. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Schottenheimer, gotcha. I think, was the coach. Yeah, of the that academy. sounds right. Okay. You know, Kurt Warner had an interesting tweet because I think a lot of people are piling on these these quarterbacks that aren't winning. I mean, he left all three of his Super Bowls with the lead the last time he touched the ball. And he was one and two. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not always on the quarterback, right? No. I mean, but no. but they, they, they touch the ball every play and they have the most influence on the outcome of the game. And Lamar did have a terrible interception there. I did get to see the second half, uh, but he didn't drop the ball in the one. And that's the second week in a row. We saw Hardman do that last week. Second, Unless it's fourth down, you do not stretch. Like, I never played a down of football in my life. You don't stretch that football unless it's fourth down. You never no. do it. And that's just ABC stuff. And it costs yeah, – I don't know if they would have won the game, but it would have been 14 – or what, 17-14 if he gets in Flowers there. Right. And now we got a, you know we got a ball game, and who knows how jacked that crowd gets. Could be a completely different outcome. But, that, that, I mean, the game was over after that point.
3: I think a Travis Kelsey catching a touchdown or, or two – Breaking Jerry Rice's record for most receptions in postgame history helps lead his team to the Super Bowl. And after the game, the world's most popular pop star comes down and is hugging and kissing <laughs> Pretty him. Pretty wild, Can you right? have a
4: better day than that? <laughs> Pretty wild. That is That is quite the day. Yeah. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of your day today.
3: Well, yeah. don't tell us what to do. Yeah, don't take the that, James. Just right run out of nowhere. Here's yeah. what I want you to do. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Gee, I'm like George Costanza. I can always sense the slightest human suffering. The audience needs to change up yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Well, they're, they're, I, I don't know. They're actually raising
4: money to cut that microphone right now.
0: And he's got all these revenue streams going. He's got a bunch of different LLCs. He will have a lot of K-1s this year. What is this business, sir? There you go. But it's him to lose tests. his job. Too. It's a
3: tough battle. You think he's clear? Claiming this income that he's making on the
0: side? <laughs> Dog. It was Dog. Jackson with an envelope of cash that was <laughs> sitting there. And he was like terse with Jackson about, hey, you gonna have my money today? <laughs> he's like, a, like really? He's fucking shaken down. Oh,
3: he was pissed that he had to wait a day. Yeah. He like, oh. actually got the money in cash in yeah. an envelope.
0: Is that right, Jackson? Yeah, I, t- I put uh... Jackson had to go withdraw money like some kind of bitch <laughs> and <laughs> hand the guy $1,000 in an envelope. Yep.
5: And I, 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 wrote, I wrote on the envelope, veal. Because, like I said, I watched Flight, and when uh, Denzel wants his money, his money was in an envelope titled Veal.
3: I think he still had an attitude
5: with
1: it. Well, we tried to convince him about (laughs) Venmo and how great it is on the golf course, like, you'll use it. And he goes, oh, yeah, is it automatic? I said, you have the option. I think it's 0.1% taken off of the... The number to oh, get is it automatically right? transferred that day, you go, or you can wait one, one to three days, yeah. which is one day, and he goes, yeah. oh, you have to wait a day. I don't want it. <laughs>
4: oh. But he waited a day anyway to get Versus the Versus now you <laughs> have to go make a deposit unless you just want right. cash sitting around, you know? So, I mean, there's an extra errand by getting cash, so I'm pro Venmo. Uh, James Carlton, 314 right, online at Carlton Insurance. All
3: right, thanks. Have you, a great day. Stop read. telling us. Yeah, okay. can't do
0: thanks, that. Thanks, James. Right, nice. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com for the design, air, heating, and cooling Email of the day uh, Guys they're not happy with you In the YouTube chat Doug what are they not happy with us with oh, I can not even imagine.
1: care anymore I don't even look at the YouTube <laughs> chat
0: do we even What do you, you dislike more The text inbox of the YouTube chat
1: I think the YouTube chat They snipe a little more oh, personal really? a little more The personal. YouTube
0: chat on TMA is kinda, it Isn't kind of as active as the one on balloon you, party.
3: you think at YouTube they see us And they they realize there's a lot of beefcake In here in yeah, show, show I think there's a looks. lot
0: of guys masturbating
3: well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> oh, I could yeah. see how they'd be jealous of us.
0: <laughs> yeah. for how hot we are Which is worse? St. Louis Chiefs fans are the insecure St. Louis's who f- St. Louisans, Doug? Is that what it is? St. Louisans. Who yeah. fan-shamed them. That's some scooter. I don't know. You like who you like. I'll be on Twitter and give you my take later. Yeah. And is that engagement farming, Jackson? Yeah. That would be engagement farming? Yep. How would I engagement farm that?
5: Uh, Pretty sad that all these uh, St. Louis people are rooting for the Chiefs. Just my two cents. Mm-hmm. Talk to you tomorrow morning.
3: You know who else was really upset by it? Rooster Holsey, the former Timber fake. I see him Where's online all the time just ripping Chiefs fans, oh, just dark. ripping them. So angry. <laughs> Rooster Holsey. That's it, <laughs>
0: That's what it was for a long time. (laughs) Guys, I'll tell you what's worse. Is there anything worse than St. Louis resident who uses we when speaking of the chiefs? That's from Doug's work. Oh, that's rough. Yeah.
3: know, I suppose if you're from the Kansas City area and you now live here, we'll give you a pass on that, I think. No. You won't? (laughs) You can't move and still? No. Like you're a Green Bay fan. That's okay, though, isn't it?
2: And You never lived in Wisconsin.
3: I mean, born and raised, I guess it's different.
2: You were born fan. and raised in Wisconsin?
1: As a fan. I didn't wait till my home
3: team moved and then went to the rival of a guy who wanted them out. Well, was there some pressure growing up in Canton for you to be a Rams fan or a Bears fan? Oh yeah, dude. I was oh, yeah, right? I was
1: a Cardinal, Bears and Blues fan in a
3: and a Packers fan.
1: Yeah. Or Cardinals and Blues and Packers in a area where Bears and Blackhawks and Cubs. Yeah, but those teams all sucked, so I was able to mm. kind of s- skate my middle school and high school day by the Packers whooping the Bears' ass each and every year, which yeah. has definitely helped the uh, trash-talking.
2: What I do love is the people that still continue to say, I haven't watched a game since the Rams left. I ain't going to support the NFL. But yet third, St. Louis had the, was the third highest market to watch the games, the AFC and NFC championships.
0: All right. Oh, the ratings are already out, really?
2: Well, I'm sorry, the week before. Divisional round. Divisional. St. Louis had the
0: third highest number of people watching those games.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's because a lot of St. Louisans are now Chiefs fans. I don't know if that yeah. would have been the case for like the Bengals playing the Bills last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Plays into it, I'm sure. The weather right. also the weather being garbage. garbage. What that's, else are we going to do? Right. But the weather was garbage around the country. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that was the thing. Mean, but I'm sure there's some people who just aren't into it relative to what they were, of course, but I think the majority are... I mean, it's, it's almost a decade. At I know. This point. They still talk about it. I just don't understand
2: if you're... A, a, I could see if the only you didn't even watch football and you only watched the Rams, but you weren't watching anyway. But how can you... Just because your team left, you're no longer a football fan? You don't watch games anymore? I just think... Well, I think they're lying. I think they are watching. They just say they're not, but...
3: I've lost a lot of my interest in it. I still watch, but not with the same vigor and interest i once
0: had yeah my interest level is coordinated to daily fantasy and i barely played daily fantasy no. this year i don't actually i didn't play daily fantasy and i don't care about year-long leagues so
3: i used to be a draft nick and look through right. who's going to take right. who and my interest
0: level isn't there but it's got yeah. nothing to do with maybe I mean, again stan, i get why stan Crockey did what he did i get why clark hunt did what he did mm-hmm. i get why tom stillman did what he did it's all, it's all business. Um, so, you know, whatever. It's just not, uh, not my thing. But, again, a lot of that has to do with, like, PTSD from the mid-1990s in Columbia, Missouri. And I realize most people who are listening to this did not experience that. Uh, in our defense, the only people that said, quote, I ain't watching live in Lee May and date their cousins, you know, Hoosiers. That's from Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year, uh, Texter of the Year, I'm sorry, Arbor Day.
3: There's not a lot of cousin dating going on, is there? Herbert Day has yeah. some numbers. Yeah. Probably more than you think. Would you date your cousin, Iggy?
2: I mean, what type of cousin?
3: <laughs> An attractive
2: one? First, second, third? First. No, I made out with her, but... Anyway. Oh, mm-hmm. so hot, I like it. From Downton
1: Abbey, I mean, <laughs> cousin Matthew married... Um, what is it, Lady Man? It's not Silas. Lady Sassa's Gaga? Lady Lady Gaga, teacup. Tricked. No, not Lady Sansa. But yeah, they married each other. Lady Mary, that is. Yeah. I, I Mary think it's and legal. I think
3: together. anything other than a first cousin, it's legal to marry them. Yeah. Tell us
0: about how you had sex with your aunt. <laughs>
3: but not, not the first cousin. No, that's still illegal. You don't want to do that to the kids. Oh, <sighs> the kids. Well, oh, yeah, we you could have some messed up kids that way.
0: Jackson, did you tweet something out from our account? Because I've got I've got a rare moment where I have mentions. Yeah. What happened? I
5: just uh, Doug talking about the Blues.
0: Oh, you had a great breakdown of that neutral zone. Yeah, killed it, man. Yeah. yeah so you threw,
1: really did
5: have a great
0: sound. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Like, oh, do we have a, do we have a problem? No. I have mentions at this point with a dormant Twitter account. <laughs> Like, oh, God. Uh, Jackson, why don't you tell me about Mark Hanna and how they can spend all of their... Uh cash from taking the Lions plus seven, seven and a half and get a nice backdoor cover?
5: Yeah, I think a great way to parlay any winnings you made this weekend is by having a conversation with Mark Hanna and letting him help you out with your financial future. Getting in contact with Mark is a great way to start off the new year here in late January of 2024. You get on the phone with Mark Hanna and you tell him about your situation, where you want to be in the next five to ten years. So he'll make a custom plan for you and then if you have to change that plan down the road, because we all know there's plenty of variables in life, you can get on the phone with him. He can help walk you through that, and I think one conversation with Mark Cannon is enough to show you the difference between him and other financial advisors, the way he conveys his message to his clients. You're going to be like, I want this guy in my corner when it comes to my financial future. I know I do. I know Doug does, Prod Joe, a number of our listeners, they all
0: say the same thing.
5: We love working with Mark yeah. You will too.
0: Mm-hmm. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com and work with the great marcana uh, go in and have breakfast or brunch at the shack meet with marcana and then wash it down by getting a sandwich at Grassies. oh sure and you're, you're picking up 20 pounds <laughs> or so oh, and right. you're walking maybe an eighth of a mile to do all of it So that way you're not really burning calories while you're taking them. Yeah,
3: you don't want to exercise at all.
0: Right. Uh, Speaking of putting on weight, uh, if you have noticed you've been putting on weight, not putting on muscle like you used to, you're tired all the time, got low energy, got low motivation – Those are symptoms of low testosterone. Well, that's where Mentality comes into play. A local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry on men's bodies. Mentality can help. Normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the low range or testing your free testosterone, it wasn't fully looked at, come get checked. With mentality, testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore the ability to perform normally at all levels. Go to lowtusa.com and work with mentality. We have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day coming your way in about ten minutes. Jackson and I are going to head down a hallway. It should be fine.
3: Yeah.
0: It might not be fine no, though, and if it isn't, yeah. we will be fine. It's the Little Piddles Monday Weekend Wrap Up. That's
3: right. What do you got today?
5: Wrapping up the weekend.
3: No. Oh Uh-oh. gosh.
5: Jr. In
0: studio. <laughs> Blah, that's the right reason. Anything I more saw specific? Jr. A little bit ago. Jr. Is going to be in studio. That's right. Hey, we that just saw we him wandering by. Yeah. Doug four three four three four three four three. Yeah. Three of those in overtime. Yeah. I like that neutral zone. That's the key. It always goes back to the neutral zone. Here's Mike Francesa breaking down. Uh, <laughs> what is he breaking down? Here? So this is
3: an old <laughs> clip. So
5: before people. Getting mad, yeah, Jesus. Um, this is an old clip of a fan of the Giants wanting the Giants to follow the Kansas City model, and it really, it really gets under my skin. They have got to follow the Kansas City model. How, what is the Kansas City model? I've been in the Super Bowl in 50 years. It's winning games, Mike. Wait a second. How do the Giants follow the Kansas City model? The Kansas City model, they won twenty two games before they handed it in two years to Mahomes. The Giants have won eight games in the last two years. How is that following the Kansas City model? Don't
3: run out of breath. If that's what they need him to
5: do. Well, how is he d- so for, wait a second, you just said his job is to break in the next quarterback.
4: If that's what the organization needs, and that's what they need now, Mike, the Kansas City
5: model is the What way. is the Kansas City model? <laughs> oh, Uh, Explain to me what the Kansas City model
0: is. is. Michael, Michael, I'm trying to... What is
5: it? Tell me what it is. Explain the Kansas City model. I'm listening. All right. The Kansas City model has been incredibly successful for the past couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? The the Kansas City model, great. They've
1: been incredibly successful, like you said. They've won, like, nine games. What is the Kansas University City model? model?
5: Explain it to me in words, what it is. Well, Mike, I
3: know you're not interested in the, the mathematical equation. What is it? <laughs> it's winning as an organization and everyone doing their part. The no, it's not, you dopid. He <laughs> oh. anything like that. <laughs> call what is, it?
1: Yeah, would call him a Yeah, Dopid. He wouldn't even let him explain it. it well, the guy well, he wouldn't. He, he was, just says
3: winning. Telling. It's kind of like the Cardinal Way, though, right? What is the, how is the Cardinal Way any different than any other way that other clubs are doing? Because we tricked our fans th- to Uh-oh. think it <laughs> I, I base
1: a... thinking that, you know... <laughs> Supporting a team blindly is the only way to
2: go. Sign five 40-year-olds and get uh, like as fifth assistant.
5: I did not see this
3: clip turning into a, a DeWallet bashing, <laughs> but I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, screw him. But the Cardinal Way
3: has been, a, has been a thing, maybe not in recent years as much as it used to be, but... I. I never got an explanation either of what the Cardinal way was. Are are they the only ones hitting the cutoff, man? Are they the only ones bunting to move a runner over? Does this not happen with the other players teams? players are
1: giving the fans money. Remember, that's what the big thing. <laughs> they come here for the fans, not the money.
2: You need to write a book? I mean, nobody, yeah, knew, what, nobody knew what Matheny's uh, manifesto was, but I he
3: wrote a book did. about it. I just don't know how they play the game any differently than other teams. The Cardinal way is
1: bobbleheads, <laughs> rally monkeys,
3: rally squirrels. Rally monkey.
1: You got pepper, pepper grinders, grinders all those little salsa, salsa, salsa helmet you, Iggy, helmet nachos. All these things that make us fat, dumb, lazy, and just blindly go into the gates. That's the Cardinal but way. That should be for the fans, And boy, do we have just pounds of it.
3: Get the gloves on, please. Uh, that was a pretty hot take. Where are the EDF gloves? Yeah, there they are. You know, All Jackson right. was bluffing those
1: gloves? out, and he looked really good in them.
3: Did he? Yeah. Thanks, Block. Yeah. You don't get scorched. I'll tell you that much. I think Prote- you look high. Protection, and nothing really. else. But well, I thought the Cardinal Way was designed for <laughs> players, not for the fans. No,
1: the fans are what create the Cardinal Way, the culture. Without the fans, certainly the player couldn't play anymore.
3: So pick the pick fans are okay. the most important. So it's not that the players have some secret code and secret drills they're using. No, Bush
1: <laughs> Stadium and the fan base had the secret sauce. I see. That's what makes it successful.
2: Okay. And the thing is, if you don't have the Cardinal Way, you usually shipped out. We're usually winning card more championships, away. Card too. Cardinal Way is not filming your manager after a loss and uh, not running around third base hard in the second game of the season. Mm. When you got a guy, those are the Cardinal Way rules.
3: Yeah. But other teams allow that. <laughs> I'm just asking how it's different than how anyone Here's else Here's a great played.
1: example of the Cardinal Way. Let's say, you know, hypothetically, you got a guy dominating six and two-thirds innings, zero runs. Yeah. Let's bring in somebody. Like we, we can't let playoffs. him keep going. Yeah, by the way, this is a playoff scenario. Again, this is all hypothetical This well, may or may not have clubs. ever happened. You know? But the Cardinal <laughs> way and to overthink things, use your babysitting manager over there to ruin a game. And that's where the Cardinal way really kicks in, in the, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. It's in that secret sauce Gosh. of not letting a pitcher who was absolutely dominating continue to dominate. All right. You let your bullpen do the work. Okay. And boy, did they do work!
2: And bring back aging players that aren't any good anymore, but they want to end their career as a cardinal because that's the cardinal way.
1: Well, name two or three. We should call the the Rolling Stone Cardinal because, like, this? Like the eighth time that they've had farewell tours. We're on our Large fifth. take. I'm wondering. I'm. We're running out of them. I'm curious to what next player is going to be it next year.
3: Who's I mean, still out there kicking around from the old days? I thought Waka,
1: but maybe they're going to wait till that two-year deal ends. Sign them at 38. <laughs> You know, I, I, I kind of think good. that that might be the way. Yeah, too, yeah. young, too young too for him. Mm-hmm. He still needs to be polished a little more. Once he gets that ARP membership, that's Harrison when. Harrison
3: Bader, maybe they could bring him back? Oh, oh
2: man, that's no, too spicy. You yeah, need carpenter types. Our
1: stadium isn't big enough right now to get Harrison <laughs> Bader <laughs> To hold back. the yeah, fans. They, they have to do that stage four to where they add another 50,000.
2: Yeah. The guy that would have been retired in Florida, kicking back with his kids and wife, yet he's coming back for a year.
3: Are any of those still out there? I don't know. I think we
1: probably... Only
2: one I want to see a hold. reunion
1: of is La Russa because maybe we can be back to winning baseball. The yeah. only person I want to see a former yeah, He's Cardinal. here
2: enough. He was here for the winter warm-up.
1: Wait, wait, wasn't he in Arizona, and he missed their <laughs> opening day <laughs> ceremony so. so they could come to ours? What,
2: I uh, saw him on opening day one year. I said, don't you have a team of your own? He goes, yeah, big day today. <laughs> <laughs> he he did a he's a Hall of Famer.
3: He's a Cardinal Hall of
1: Famer. I agree. <laughs> It's just weird that you miss your team, That you know, the salary that you're making from yeah. Arizona. You're, you're missing that for the Cardinal Hall of Fame yeah. or the Cardinal opening
3: day. That was fun. Would you like to have him hired back as manager? <laughs> I'd take anybody as manager. He's pushing With a
1: or with any sort of balls. Oh.
3: You look good at the winter
2: warm-up.
1: I mean, yeah, you yeah. could see Marmol's ball probably in his... You know, in his lower intestine, that's how little of control he had. That's why you have to have these former players because those are actually the coaches.
3: Oh gosh, that's a mistake.
1: I think Gersh is coffee man. I don't know if
3: coffee man. He's a general manager. I don't know if
1: Marmol gets the afternoon burritos. Is he the bagel guy? I don't. I, Starbucks. I don't know. It's tough to know exactly what all he does on a day-to-day. But yeah, we hire Carpenter at the quasi-manager. Really? We have Lynn in there at the bullpen. Yeah, he's yeah. these guys are coaching the team.
3: I uh, thought Daniel Descalso was the quasi-manager because he, he's the bench coach now.
1: A few years, he'll be back in a uniform playing. Yeah. We'll get him as a utility we'll a guy. Arm, yeah. Great arm. Great clubhouse guy. <laughs> <laughs> good baseball man. A key buzzword mm-hmm. that will always get you hired. Yeah. He just a, a scrappy do-it-all kind of a guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like in hockey, gets into the greasy areas. Well, sure Not gets. everybody gets into the greasy areas. Yeah. Like a Bortuzzo.
3: Mm-hmm. So you think, as I'm reading this, you think Zalok is in charge of everything?
1: Yes. Do you?
3: I'm going to put a good
1: bow on that. That was a great conversation. Yeah. All on the up and up.
2: Well, the man's got five assistants, and you never hear Gersh's name mentioned that's why they always go to Moselec. I
1: mean, They're like a bell that he has I in think,
3: his. I think Gersh does the contracts and that kind of
2: thing. Well, when they had Jockety, like he, out? he was the general manager, After and he guy? always talked to him about trays and stuff. Yeah. Who had Moselec's job
0: during Jockety's era? Is that Lamping? No. Uh, Lamping was the president of the organization, but yeah. it wasn't about uh, the baseball side. He was more business side. He played a role in the stadium. Yeah. New stadium. So who would have been Well, the Cardinals aren't the
3: only ones that kind of changed that. You know, Theo Epstein was uh, maybe the, among the first that was named president of baseball operations. Was he the first? I, I don't know that he was, but it seems like he was among the first where they kind of almost expanded his duties or, or stopped calling it a general manager and called president of the operations. of the current of the was more the like an assistant general manager back then. So I think that's how... Gersh it was
2: of, assistant and was named general manager. He was still assistant general manager.
3: Kind of. Assistant to the guy in charge of who really makes it. That would be another assistant for Moselec like then.
2: That's like six assistants he has.
3: Well, it's a big job. It's a billion-dollar operation. Who can
1: sign a guy in December than then tie a sweater until March? That's tough. Okay, oh, man, that's, that's gotta a gotta cheap be. shot. That's got to be tough. That's a cheap shot. Black phone call he made four weeks ago, that's got to be brutal. Seeing oh. Blake Snell and Bellinger on the list ready to be signed... Ah, heck no, he's too busy. I agree, Doug. That guy got, I mean...
3: You don't think that's a big job to be running a billion-dollar operation like this? Not when you don't
1: get blamed for anything. Absolutely. (laughs) It's cupcake, baby. Point the finger down below to one of your assistants, and boom, that guy's gone. Isn't that more the third's job job as far
2: as running the The financial side of it? Yeah. All right, so I'm talking about a billion-dollar running it. He's
3: not running it. But he's still running not just the Cardinals, but he's you got to keep track of what's happening at the AAA level, the AA level, all the A-level well, He's teams. a
1: slumlord more than anything. I don't Isn't know he in charge of like lord? the apartments and like keeping them up and up and making sure people pay their leases? I don't know. I guess not. I, I think guess.
3: you're short-selling the importance of the job. <laughs> Probably the not. The enormity of the job.
1: got to be stressful. I, I've never had a Brooks Brothers membership, so I don't know how <laughs> hard it is. It's a membership now. To you just to buy walk it. into the store. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it would be different if you had unlimited resources. I mean, the Dodgers are probably playing their bat boy $2 million a year. And deferred money. He gets it when he's 60. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> he gets it right he's when He's making he so much of his regular salary that he doesn't need all of it now. <laughs> Deferring that signing bonus. <sighs> I
1: don't know. Oh, I'm sure the text line handed it, but I thought that was fun.
3: I think you would you would absolutely have to have a few assistants if you're... The president of baseball operations. You got to have help. Yeah, you would. few. You can't keep track of everybody in every organization to know what they're doing.
2: Well, that's why you got Randy Flores. He's,
3: he's in charge of the draft,
2: he's watching all that stuff.
3: Amateur scouting.
2: He's probably got four assistants.
3: Well, he would need it oh, to gotta, keep track of all the high school and this. college players. And your assistants players? do everything. You
2: don't have to do anything.
3: <laughs> he does plenty of
2: stuff. <laughs> and your assistants have to do all the stuff.
3: He does it too.
2: I thought it was great. I Want to save some money? Don't have so many assistants.
3: Well, you want them to draft the right people, don't you? You got to go and you got to watch them. You got to. Doesn't study seem to them. be working? Please, Is Tim hold- here. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. <laughs> We're not. I'm just telling you, these
2: are these are big jobs with somewhere. a lot of moving parts. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know they are. I'm just. I love mosaic. I really do. I have no problem with. <laughs> Seems like a back <laughs>
3: that I'm not was certainly...
2: I just say he's got a lot of assistants.
3: <laughs> but that's okay. I'm sure they all do. He's not the only one in baseball running a team that's got assistants. I mean, like every week in the offseason,
2: I get a card early, So they sign somebody, sign another guy to be assistant special to them. Special assistant. <laughs> yes,
3: he's Molina's a special assistant.
2: Yeah. Uh, well,
3: the
1: team's buttoned up.
3: In the case of Molina, it might it could be largely ceremonial. Do you think? Which is fine. We still want him in the organization somehow, and we don't have a lot for him to do right at the moment. But we'll keep him, keep him from going somewhere else, maybe. Yeah. I
2: feel like Ozzy's probably a special. He goes down to spring training, and so he'll go to spring training. He may show up once a once or twice in the stadium, and whatever if he's needed. But other than that, he's just.
3: Well, wouldn't you want that? Wouldn't you want the greatest yeah, defensive player of at, all time I'm to not, help I'm your players? I'm not
2: complaining that they hired him as a special assistant. I wish he had hired him for more. Yeah.
5: Well,
3: those guys, those guys probably get a kick out of going down to spring training for a month or two and sharing their knowledge and I putting on the he uniform gets a again. Kick out of, I doubt Molina's getting a
2: kick out of going to spring training.
3: Well, he may not because he's just off a long career as a player. But the people that have been retired for a while. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they love going down there again. Yeah, the old guys. I'm not
2: sure Poole's going to be doing
3: anything soon.
2: No, probably not. Yeah, at least he got 10 years to take care of his Angels contract.
3: Oh, now
1: we're bitter about that. <laughs> now we need a pepper and genie. You
0: think like, this is the one? He yeah, like personal we personal services contract like, with the Angels. We
3: just
2: found <laughs> the topic. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It took three hours. We got one. Well, you sign the best deal you can when you're, you've got some leverage. That's what he did. I don't know. We need to hold. I haven't looked
1: it. at the text line. I'm sure. But here's the thing. I that's
3: what you were doing over
1: hey, there. Hold on. not during that. No, I don't need. I don't need that shaming. But we did make it to the finish line. I'm just saying, we did. Oh, got there.
0: Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the designer heating and cooling email
4: today.
0: <laughs> Jackson, who's our leader? Uh, the leader at the
5: moment is Buckswope.
0: Buckswope. Here we go. Okay. you got three days left, don't you? Yeah. My favorite part of the Ken show is when Tim and Doug get a chance to talk.
1: The Ken show is great. This is a great email.
0: My favorite part of the Ken show is when Tim and Doug get a chance to talk. For real, who is in the shower with a head full of shampoo? Enough soap on their face to take three full Gatorade bottles of water to wash it off. And their entire body lathered in soap. How is that even possible? It is obvious at this point that someone is being lied to. That's from Shooter McGavin, the vice president of Cable America's mergers and acquisitions of Maryland Heights water, including the end of the ocean. <laughs> when you take a Shooter shower,
2: McGavin. You take a shower, you're not lathered in soap? <laughs> Not usually
0: I don't consider it drinking the Kool-Aid I consider it coming to the realization that Tim is astonishing But this email is about oh. cheating And yeah. the regret and repercussions that I follow We woke up together in bed spooning and fully clothed He said, man, we almost made a big mistake last night I know you're still mad at him about sleeping with that Victor guy And I almost took advantage of that, I gotta tell you I must have drank too much because I am well hungover And he laughed. Or so I thought. All of a sudden, he ruffled through his TMA night bag and pulls out some khakis. I've done my research, and I know what you like. Here comes your Mr. Golden Hair surprise. Mm. They didn't stay on long as I said was suddenly face-to-face with his blue-veined aristocrat.
3: Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> didn't need to hear that.
0: Blue-veined aristocrat. If you can't be with the Doug you love, love the one you're with. Did I fall for it? Let's just say I've got some of Jackson's DNA in my belly. If you need some for a test, that's from a first name of Ben, and then the last name is Gerglin. Ben Gerglin. He's German. As you guys are aware, I'm in possession of a very high mileage hole. It is a result of treating myself as a human fleshlight during my 40s and early 50s. It's my cross to bear. Hardly a problem, aside from the occasional prolapse. When I sneeze, it sometimes pops out like a party favor. But here is the problem. My butcher says he can fix it with some sausage casings and twine. Oh. (laughs) But I don't want to trouble (laughs) him. But the other day, I was taking a nap in our four-season room, and old Mitzi the dog thought my anus was her favorite pink sock, and she gave it a pretty hard bite and yank. I mean, she went to town on it. And fellas, I'm here to say that that stings like nobody's business. So I'm on the way up to the market to see if Bertram, my butcher, can work his magic and set my ass straight. will advise that's from the calcified ears. Oh, gosh. Calcified ear. I have so many unanswered questions. For instance, does free balling in Levi's really cause a uh, fella's hemorrhoids to flare up? Furthermore, why would anyone bick their brown hole? And why would you shave your chocolate soft-serve dispenser and then feel the need to share that information with a radio show? On an unrelated note, did Dan Campbell have access to the scoreboard? Why else would he keep going for it on fourth down unless he physically couldn't see the score? Lions have nothing to hang their heads about except... The fact that they cost themselves a trip to the Super Bowl by simply refusing to increase their point total. Because the Lions lost, we get another two weeks of that random 49ers fan posting the phrase bang, bang, Niners game on a St. Louis radio show Facebook page. I do like that. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, when did the TMA fan page turn into Kansas City Chiefs hatred forum? Aside from the Statue of Liberty feet pics, every single post on there is a bunch of angry dudes declaring how much they despise the Chiefs guys we slayed the dragon it's time to move on if you hate taylor swift or kansas city don't watch the game at a minimum keep your opinions to yourself and to your homeboys the biggest unanswered question for the weekend is what kind of psycho washes his hair face and body at the same time And how can you even see when your eyeballs are drowning in soapy suds there is one small logical explanation for that last question My guess is the story about the water main break was embellished like all of the other tall tales told by the elderly president of the JT Post and Fan Club. Welcome back, Doug. We all missed you. That's from the JV Golf Club. Oh, was it? JV golf coach. And finally, Sadie Hawkins dug the Lions blew a 17-point halftime lead to the 49ers. The Chiefs beat the Ravens. The Blues have won five in a row. Iggy stores tap water and old Gatorade bottles that he uses to shower with when the water is shut off in his Section 8 apartment. But I think the lead is that some listener shaves his B-O with a bic razor. I wonder if it's the Bang Bang (laughs)
4: Bang (laughs) Bang (laughs) bang, Niners gang on the Van Bang. That's amazing.
0: Is that huh. like a, somebody else taking pictures of a guy and posting, or is that real? That's him. Real. That's, it's that's real. Really real? He's, yeah, oh, yeah, he's from St. Louis. Oh, all right. I just thought it was like a parody. I actually think it's hilarious, and I want that guy so to keep so going. so funny it <laughs> makes no I'm sense. I'm a big fan.
1: Definitely need to be on the fan page.
0: Faith. Character, Core values and benefiting from your opponent's self-inflicted <laughs> mistakes. That would be the four pillars. The guy who coached the Rams to a 10-38 and 38 record back in the halcyon days of 2009 to 2011, before we knew Kroenke was moving the team, is going back to the Super Bowl for the fifth time as a defensive coordinator. Meanwhile, Lions coach Dan Campbell has nothing to hold his head down except for he didn't coach that well and basically gave away the NFC Championship game. Listening to his press conference statements, he sounds like a guy who has been up all night trying to explain to his wife how he blew their life savings yeah. on a single hand of blackjack. <laughs> I felt really good about us when I kept yeah. doubling down. Great to Aggie's DNA for pay is moving forward now that he has the green light to produce his DNA sample by masturbation. Speaking of masturbation, since the flop house where Jackson and his 20 male friends are bunking together this weekend doesn't have a bang made, have you set up a... Calendly account to book bathroom time for scheduled emptyings, or will you just be fishing in the dark with a bunch of other dudes? The forecast calls for a fifty percent chance of rain, but a one hundred percent chance of diaper games. Doug, that's from Buck Swope. Sure it is. Nice little email today from Buck Swope. <laughs> that's what we have for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. What you got, Well,
3: there are there are some options. I enjoyed the use of. Uh, the phrase sausage casing and twine from the calcified ear i thought ben gurgling brought up uh, a couple of good points but i'm going to go with a fellow by the name of jv golf coach jv golf coach gets my vote yeah nothing stuck out
2: they were all kind of mediocre <laughs> Uh, I think I'll go the J V golf, well. JV golf coach as well. J V golf coach ships. And
0: I was going Shooter McGavin, the I mean, vice president. J V just
1: dragged you for a fake story. I'm very surprised
3: with
0: that vote. J V golf coach is now <laughs> tied with Buck Swope. Wow, what a battle we got going on. It's going to be fun the next couple
3: of days, is it? so much
0: fun. Uh, Jackson will be heading to Scottsdale on Thursday and Friday, but he's heading down the hallway now to deal with the situation. And Mayor Don, the guy who's giving $500 to Iggy to cut his microphone, is protesting that his email did not get uh, into the filtered file. That's right. Yeah, it must have sucked.
1: It hmm. had been a little bit too
5: personal. Was it
0: vile? Was it super mean? What was
5: it? Uh, just, yeah, kind of... Is yeah.
1: well, I Hit the trifactor,
5: hit all of them. <laughs> hit them all. I checked all the boxes. I feel like, uh, I don't know, it just didn't didn't do it
0: for me. All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll do it for you down the hallway. Uh, it's a balloon party from 10 to 11 in Jackson. And I'll be back in here for the Tim McKernan Show podcast QFTA. You can subscribe to the show and listen to it on your drive home, and you can watch it live or anytime on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TMA Al, time for us to shut it down for the plow for Action Jacks for Kenneth Thiege Strode for my brother Kevin for Douglas Alvin Vaughn and Tim McCurney, This has been the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.